And welcome to episode five of the You, Me, We podcast. And this is part two of our baby mama drama. How would you say that? Baby mama drama story. No, I don't want to say story. It's not a story. There's a better word. Yeah. Experience, baby mama drama tales. Yeah, the of our baby mama drama tales. Yeah. And when we left off, we were, well, okay, we touched on everything leading up to us being at the hospital and our son being, uh, our son on being on his way, ready to, well, you being ready to pop. Well, uh, for anyone listening, starting this episode, true. so to quickly recap our episode four, which you should go listen to. Um, we were pretty much talking about how we had relations and one thing led to another and And I had (laughs) a nightmare of a pregnancy, um, that I, that O'Day lived from a different perspective. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I couldn't even eat the things I like. Like that was crazy. You had rice and beans. I like other things. Such as rice and beans and did you mention that, that that you're craving Mm-mm. that your main craving was rice and beans? Mm-mm. Which for from my for Vicky from her perspective it was oh my gosh I have a craving. From my perspective it was that's what you eat rice and beans <laughs> even before you were pregnant. Rice wow, and beans. way to be stereotypical. You were the one being stereotypical in <laughs> eating rice and beans. Um. So that's that was pretty much what episode four was about. Mm-hmm. So on so we left at um I was having cramps and I didn't think that I was really having contractions because it didn't feel like what the nurse told me. And I was thinking, Oh, walk <clears throat> it off. Right. You kept telling me to lay down like <laughs> So I was <laughs> So I was very idiotically really trying to practice. Um, hospital bag. According to my Pinterest boards, uh-huh. it said that I needed certain key items. And then, you know, I realized, like, what am I packing for? The hospital's five minutes away. Like, uh-huh. I'm being ridiculous. Like, whatever we, we have need. My, my, yeah, whatever we needed, we literally have, like, an army of family who lived within a two-minute walk from where we were. So, we headed out. Um... And still, I mean, like, I'm coming out of the car, and I'm cramping, but I'm good. And I walk in, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I sit in the wheelchair. I'm good. The security guard asked me, oh, are you in labor? Are you having contractions? And you respond with, oh, yeah, she's like a minute or some. You gave, like, someone an answer of, like, how far my contractions were. And I'm looking at you like, what are you talking about? Why? Because to me, I wasn't having contractions. Uh, uh, okay. I was just having pain. Me being the sensible one, <laughs> <laughs> the smart one. So so we get into the room, and they're asking me all these questions. They have me laying down. And then she's like, well, you know, um, well, first of all, before I even laid in that bed, I really had to go use the bathroom. <laughs> like, I really had to go use the bathroom. Careful um, <laughs> the baby didn't come out. <laughs> So, after that episode, which was like a straight-up episode, Mm. I think it was just jitters because I'm like, this really can't be happening right now. 
Like, I'm not due for another three weeks. What's going on? This is way out of whack. Um, and I laid down, and she's like, okay, so we're just going to check, like, how far along you are, which I wish she would have given me more detail as to what how she was going to check that. I really wasn't sure. She just went up in there. With the whole fist, like, <laughs> just like. Let me check now. And I'm like, oh. I mean, I said a more painful oh. Again, a perspective we would never understand. We're just thinking, oh, she's checking. But she's just taking a quick peek and she can tell. While for you, it's, <laughs> you're being, <laughs> what's the word? Uh, yeah. Assaulted. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, we, we don't have any medical, like, more advanced medical technology to see how dilated I Sometimes am. Sometimes it's good to go with the classics. No, I think we're going to pass on that. Go so, um. She's like, yeah, you're like about six centimeters dilated. And I'm like, hold up. What you mean I'm six centimeters? Like, to Girl, me, that's when it hit me. Pop. I was like, oh, my God, these cramps were actually contractions the whole time. And I'm six centimeters dilated, and I believe it's 10. And she's like, oh, we have to move fast. This baby's on the way now. And I was still, like, in shock. I was like, what? And then it started to... They started, like, the, the contractions. Now they're contractions. <laughs> the contractions are like, now do you believe me? Right. And now they're, like, stronger, like, really, really strong. And Odea's, like, trying to have this, like, emotional moment. And I'm like, call my mom. You know, because I, at that moment, I was like, this is for real. Like, it's, we're, like it's, it's happening. You got to call my mom. So he calls my mom. I feel like my mom gets there in, like, two minutes. But no, grandma. Yeah, she got there quickly. Yeah, she got there so fast. Yeah. Um, also, she lived like five minutes away. Um, but let me ask you: at any, any again, not saying I wasn't there in the moment, but at any time that you think to yourself, "Damn, I had stuff planned for tomorrow." <laughs> I don't know if you can remember. Yeah, yeah. Were you like, "Damn, I, I was supposed to go to tomorrow?" I had tomorrow. a nail appointment. <laughs> in my head, I was like, "Damn, I had this assignment due for work." <laughs> Um, I had no, a I nail appointment. Let me tell you, I was really char- I was really calling my nail lady from my bed, like Tammy. I won't be there today, you know, because I had the baby like like twelve hours ago. But <laughs> I- I'll be there tomorrow. And she's like, "What?" <laughs> but um, I remember you trying to have this sweet moment with me. God forbid. Right, God forbid that Vicky cannot be having contractions and actually feeling that pain. God forbid. That I'm shadowing Oday's moment mm-hmm. while I'm in pain. Same as she shattered you, my gender reveal. You were, you were holding my hand. You smelled disgusting. Can you explain? So, because people taking you it out smelled, of context, they're gonna you think you smelled like Jergens lotion. Like you smelled <laughs> like you took Jergens lotion and put it all over your body. But can we? Can you please preface that by saying because of your pregnancy, cer- certain things were enhanced. Not that I stunk. No, to me, you smelled horrible. Jesus, it just felt like you took the whole bottle of lotion <laughs> and like poured it over your head and then just walked out the house like that. Like, the smell was, like, burning my ears, my nostrils. Like, I said my ears. My nostrils. It was, like, <laughs> burning my nostrils so bad. And Odey's, like, standing next to me, and he's, like, holding my hand, and he's, like, we're going to have a baby. And I'm, like, staring at him. And I'm, like, Odey, I don't care what you have to do. 
go wash that disgusting lotion off right now. Like, I was so mad. Obviously, I had um, a better choice of words for a day in that moment. But I was really like the, the suite we were in. I had a shower. I was like, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care if you have to bathe in that shower right now. You are not standing next to me smelling like Jergens, um walking advertisement for their lotion. Like, it's not going to happen. It was like that shea butter, Jergens lotion that you use. Oh, my goodness. And had, had that not it been my child on the way, you could, see why, you could see why someone would be like, I'm just go over here and, you know, call me when you're done. Because, <laughs> again, different perspective. For you, it's just, oh, this is annoying me. For me, it's like, my child is being born. Do yeah, you mind? Yeah, like, Oday had the nerve. Do you mind not putting this that little concern aside? Because I wouldn't be here if my child's through what I smell to, like. To Oday, right? Like, isn't that, you are so selfish. I'm laying in the bed in pain. Like, pain, like, where I'm trembling. Like, I'm literally shaking. I'm in so much pain. And you're thinking, you are so petty. Why are you so worried about how I smell? I want to be here for my son. Oday, we weren't in the same room. And Vicky is so selfish that so screw, selfish. Screw if it's your son. Here's what I need and want. But, you, but can we agree? Different perspective. Hell no, okay. Jose. But I, I'm selfish. Continue. Oh, continue. If a woman is in pain because she's about to give birth, you want her to consider your feelings in that moment. I want, please, please, um, any mothers who gave who who went through contractions. I want any mother who went through contractions to tell me how would they feel if the father of their child or anyone or anyone was in the room with you and they said to you, wow, you are so, you're being so pathetic right now. Like, can you wait, get wait, over? I, I didn't say that. Calm down. Calm well, down. It, Calm down. I, I, it's what you're saying. I'm just saying, but, 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 but can you explain? No, because you're like, oh, but you're they, so selfish. You were, were, you were worried about how I smell. But, but, but don't let people say, but maybe you're thinking, I said, while you're in, uh, going through contractions, no, you sucked your teeth, pathetic. you rolled your eyes, and then you went and you and you tried to scrub it off as much as you could, and then but, you went back another time because I sent you back. But can you at least understand from my perspective? From my perspective, first child on the way. I didn't you know, ask you to leave. I could have. I could have had for the way. Okay, I'm, I'm speaking for 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 the other person's perspective. I could have had straight dingleberries hanging out of my butt. It's staying right there because my first child is on the way. I don't right. give a damn. Can right. We, can, but I didn't, just... I didn't tell you to leave the room. I told you, go. there was a sink right in front of us in the same room. Okay. And there was a bathroom in the room. Mind you, we're, I'm getting a C-section. Mm -hmm. We both know I'm not giving birth natural. We don't know anything of them. No, we, we know that no, part. We, but just that's the, what I'm but just saying. What's next? We both know. don't okay, know anything. But, but that's what I'm saying. First of all, you were not going to leave the room. No matter how you took the scent off, you were you were not asked to leave the room because you didn't have to. You were not going to miss a birth because it wasn't a, a vaginal birth. It was a C-section. Do we know I was still any... in the room waiting for the doctor to come, who was the only person I was asking for, looking by the way. Looking back now. Every do... two minutes, I was looking at her nurse like, where's my doctor? Where's my doctor? Oh, she's on the way. Okay, but is she here? Is she in the parking lot? Where's my doctor? Because I knew... That when she got there, it was going to be over. <laughs> like, I knew that when, like, to me, ROB was like if God was walking through the door. Like, she <laughs> was the Hail Mary to all my, to, like, all my pain. Like, 
I was dying to see her because I knew, okay, once she's here, she's going to take me out of, out of this miserable pain that I'm in. I can't wait to see her. But I don't understand what you're trying to make it seem like I asked you to leave the room, go home, shower, change your clothes, and then come back. Here's what you need to understand. One, looking back now, I'm sure you realize, like, you know what, I probably didn't say it in the nicest way. I'm not going to care I, but about I, but how I said it. No, I get it. it exactly. The, take what you just said from the male perspective or just the perspective of someone who, who was on the other end. The same way you had an emergency and I'm there canceling gigs that are years in advance or whatever. You're not getting me to move. I don't understand. The person who is there, who's also there waiting on his first, waiting on his or her first child, you're not getting me to leave that, like, a, 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 a one centimeter radius of you. That's how you, know, you understand where I was coming from. You, mm-hmm. yeah, you could have said, hey, O'Day, you, be, like, you just can't be here right now. Still, wouldn't move because, you know what, first but you, child. But, 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 but do you understand that at, in that moment, right, you are like, and I get is it saying. just me that no, feels no, like I, you should be catering to the person who's in pain? Like, it's centered I, to it cater I get what you're saying, to I'm alleviate to, the person in pain. But I'm trying to explain to you. Here's where so what you're someone saying in is, my, I'm just letting you know. Here's where someone in my shoes, that's what we're thinking at the moment. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that's what we're feeling at the moment, which, which one, of the, one of the things we've been, one of the themes of this conversation has been, has been, um, Trying to understand where that other person's coming from because they have a different perspective. But They're, my thing is that you're trying to, you want me to understand why I'm in pain. I'm not going to do that. Oh, and, and I said, that's, and that's fine. I'm just letting you know, here's the perspective. Here's the, the, the mindset I'm having at that moment. You're not getting me to move like in any way. Cause I, for one, I don't know anything going on right now. So my mindset is I'm not, I don't, I don't care if I smell like straight after birth. <laughs> I just want to be right here in Next to you from even, beginning to even, end. So you, so you wouldn't. I mean, you did it anyways, but you wouldn't have moved if I'm. I'm clearly telling you, like, this you, is this is this is enhancing me. my pain. But you're not listening. To, I'm just letting you know. I I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm. Just I know saying, I'm not wrong. It's, it's the same as me. It's the, it's the same as that moment. Okay, again, you're thinking, hey, um, here I am. Which which we can kind of jump ahead. Here I am in the room. They're prepping me. Those that. Could, seemed like forever those couple of minutes where i had to be outside the room before i got to come in i was terrified that anything could have happened mm-hmm. come on it, it was it was like i said it seemed like forever i don't know how long it was it was probably a few minutes but if that i don't know if it's the same for everyone but if that it was that time period where they took vicky in the room uh and i'm thinking okay let's go i'm following her and then they stop you they stopped me at the door and said yeah we'll bring you right in as the as the person who's as a person who has to you know stand there you're terrified because for all you know, you know, we, we all watch TV. We all watch random things happen. Random. You know, the doctor comes back out and they, they take the mask off and they're like, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's an experience that you wouldn't understand. I get it. It's all about you at that moment, but it's also about me. I'm going through something as well. So if that was terrifying for me, think back to a couple minutes or half an hour earlier when there's still so much unknown. I, my mindset is you're not getting me to move. I'm just letting you know that. Mm-hmm. That's where I was from beginning to end. Because mm-hmm. at that time was that 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 I would say that period was the most terrifying for me. That's 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 when I I, I text a bunch of people. I text my job, but I text every everyone everyone that I contacted. It was pretty much that it's about to go down. <laughs> um, Isn't that what you put in my family chat too? 
I, I can't remember. I can't remember. But I know I I, I sent my my brother Donald a picture of I think a, a picture of me with the with the mask, mask on ready to go. But like I said before, that was the most terrifying because I didn't know what was going. I didn't know what they were doing to you in 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 there. In my head, I'm like, why can't I be in there on TV? They're always in there from beginning <laughs> to end. I need to be in there. Um, yeah, so that's the mindset that we're in. Like, you're not getting me to move from anywhere near you. Because I don't want, because one, you don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss any question. I don't want to miss any scream. I don't want to miss any, and even if you, even if, even if, even if me or anyone in that position comes off as like, you know, not wanting to be there or not saying that's where I was or, or nervous or scared or extremely happy. I think the shared feeling is you are not getting me to move. Cause I am not missing. Uh, I, I, hashtag Aerosmith. Cause I don't want to miss a thing. It wasn't a country song, but I had a little country twang in there. I don't know why. You know, song, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Wow. Seriously. Go ahead. I don't, you don't know anything. <laughs> I'll mention the most popular thing from the 90s. You're like, I just watched Sabado Gigante. Sabado Gigante, what? <laughs> so you watched. <laughs> no, I didn't. Name um, one other show from the 90s. Carousel. English. On an English net, on, on, on an American network. Family Matters. <laughs> That's so basic. That's some show that everyone gets in whatever country you're in. First of all, Ode, I was born and raised in this country. So stop trying to make it seem stop like. Stop saying you're Dominican. You're American. Okay. Uh, America. Continue. Anyways, so, <laughs> so finally, okay. finally, my my hail mary showed up, and she just had a smirk on her face. Shanoa. No, I. No, 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 her no, name. no, no. I know her name. I just don't want to say it because I will completely slaughter it. Well, it Shanoa. Is Owobomishola. Oh, oh, sure. <laughs> That's I know that. Um. So I like when she shows up. She's like has a cop. A cup of coffee in her hands. She's standing at the foot of the <laughs> bed. And she, like, like mad chill. This is what I does. Yeah, mad <laughs> chill. And she just looks at me. She smirks and she's like, told you to leave work on the 19th. Didn't I tell you to leave work on the 19th? And I'm just looking at her like, please get me out of this. So finally they prep me. We go into the, well, I go into the, to the OR room, mm -hmm. which is cold. It's not like how it looks in Grey's Anatomy. It's very bright and cold and scary. And the guy tells me, um, the guy giving me the... The good stuff. Yeah, that, that good stuff that everybody's scared <laughs> to get. But the... What's that called? Epidural? The epidural. Mm -hmm. He's like... I'm like... When, when I tell you, I was trembling from how hard these contractions were. It was so bad. And he just looks at me and he was like, look, I know you're in pain. I know. But I need you to man up. But I need you to <laughs> not move until I say it's okay for you to move. Because I'm about to stick this into your spine. And if you move, you could be paralyzed. And I, and then I just looked at him. like I didn't even care he said that. I just looked at him and I said, noted. after you do this. <laughs> like noted. Yeah, I was like, after you do this, will I feel any pain? He was like, you won't feel any pain. And I'm like. How quickly he was like immediately. When I tell you, he was like, "All right, when it counts to three, and you just have to stop. No matter what contraction comes, do not move." I did not move. I was a statue, not because I was scared of being paralyzed, not because of whatever, but all because he said I would immediately stop feeling that pain. 
And immediately I was high. I was so high. Prime example. And I was, I had a smirk. I had, let me tell you, I had a smirk the whole time. Even like when the baby came out and you're like, oh my God, he's out, he's out. In my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I was high. Like I, my head was in the clouds. Like even the picture when they brought him over, I didn't really look at him because I was so out of it that I was just like, I'm just going to smirk. And then... I I was just I was out of it. Wow, it was a great like that was so euphoric. <laughs> hmm. That was the that was the most euphoric thing, being that relaxed. I have never been that relaxed ever. That was amazing. That was the most magical part of my birth. <laughs> being <laughs> <Barbecue Lord>. <laughs> so. Uh, the first time we saw him was our doctor pretty much jumping out from the back. And, and just and just like, like first time him. you saw him. No, no, that was both of us. When when she literally jumped out from the side. I'm telling you, I'm I was out of it. Okay, okay. But she, <laughs> no, only not. But I'm letting you. But I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm that I looked you know. up, but I was like, you it looked, didn't hit me. You looked me. up because we both laughed because she jumped out from the back and said, "Here's your baby," and then ran back. And oh, we, I we, did we, not and, remember that. And we're both like, "What?" Because literally, I'm looking. I'm saying to myself, "Who?" Who no? Because when she showed us, it was so quick. He did look like uh, brown, right? But then, but then they called me around after they washed him off, and they they called me to the side so I could, I could like see him even closer. And as I'm walking towards him, I'm like, "Who the little white baby is this?" <laughs> <laughs> because from far, you look like a little Caucasian baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I got closer. I'm looking at him. I'm like, oh my gosh! And she's like, "There's your baby." And Vicky's just sitting there, you know, high as hell. <laughs> and this was pretty much he where they had the station where they had him set up was towards Vicky's feet. Yeah. And the entire time we had been sitting there on the other side, uh, up like uh, towards her head, talking. And there was a curtain. And there was a curtain. Mm-hmm. So my back is facing her feet at, mm-hmm. at the moment. I'm looking at the baby, and I turn around to go back to her. And and remembering that I'm now facing the other side of this sheet, that, mm-hmm. of this cover, of this curtain. Where the doctor's been working. Where they had cut her open. And she was still open. So I turned back around, and I'm just looking in to Vicky. I'm looking in <laughs> Literally. Her, looking in her, because she was still open. I'm like. You know what I do remember? That she was like, ooh, you ate good before you came here. Because <laughs> I had some rice and beans and some chicken. Bruh. Right before I went upstairs for the night, like that was unexpected. I was I was <laughs> unexpected. So, so, so after all of that, yeah. um, I didn't see. Oh, Dave was you were with the baby, um, while they were doing like all the tests mm-hmm. and like all the whatever. I was out of it, um, and then like I would say three hours later, which is actually when my sister showed up because we called her when I went into labor, or when. I was having contractions. Mm. We called her, um, and then she she thought it was a dream, and she went back to sleep. And then she woke up, looked at her phone, and she was like, oh, my God, Vicky really did have this baby. Let me rush to the hospital. And she actually got there a few minutes before they brought him to me, and that was around 5-something in the morning, and he was born at 2. So about three hours later, they brought him over. They laid him on my chest, um, and he was really red. And his eyes were swollen. Yeah. Um. They laid him on my chest, and 
Every time they put him on my chest, I had to throw up because I was coming off of the high. And then Did you want to get him the hell out of there? <laughs> and then they put him back on my like it was like for like a few times uh. on my chest, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, wait, and then I would throw up. <laughs> and then they tried to get him to suckle, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't. Um, he wouldn't like latch, latch on, on yeah. too strong. So then the nurse tried to give him a little bit of formula in a cup, and then that's when she realized he wasn't swallowing because he started to turn a little blue. She asked me and Oday, like, does he look a little blue to you? And Oday, like, girl, we don't like, know. What are you like, supposed this is the first like? baby. <laughs> Let me go through my, my, me- this your job. my memory of what babies <laughs> yeah, first like, born, newborn should look like. So when she took him back, um, that's when they started to, which was actually, it was irritating me, but I was trying to keep calm because this male nurse kept coming into the room asking me if I had a genetics test done. And I said yes. And he was like, well, was he treated for... Um, what was like Down syndrome. Down syndrome. That was the else, all, yeah. that was the only thing he kept asking me. Oh, was he treated for Down syndrome or was he checked for Down syndrome? And I'm like, yes. He's like, how many times? I'm like, like three times. And he cleared him. Yes. Oh, you know, because we have suspicions. They said the most insane stuff, like the I guess like um, the characteristics that would show mm-hmm. um, that someone has Down syndrome. And I kid you not. He, after he left, like after the last time he left and before the doctor came to have like the talk with me, like in case it, it actually was, um, my sister just looked at me and she was like, we should we should bring a baby picture of you so they can see that baby looks like, just as ugly as you were when you were born. That's exactly <laughs> how your son looks. Big eyes, big head like that. You guys look exactly the same. So I don't know what they're talking about. And then, like, all these characteristics they were saying, he had none of them. It was so weird. Like, they were looking at I, you know, how limp how limp he Well, they he didn't seemed, even mention that. But this is what they were telling me. That well, yeah, because that's because you were there. Um, they kept um, telling me, like, his toes were separated the, and the his puffiness, eyes were the, far the, the puffiness, apart. Yeah, the puffiness the around puffiness, his eyes. And then, like, his the, nose. His face seemed a little flat. Yeah, they, he, said. they said his nose was flat. And I'm like... Okay, you know daddy what I mean? Black. Gonna, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't even going to go like, into you see your that. Daddy nose? But <laughs> He's a huppy. I'm like, so I don't even know what the... Nose it was like a lot of weird stuff. And yeah. Again, my, you we know, didn't looking, know anything. Like, looking we, we back at know. it now, though, I think that they were just trying to... Worst case scenario? No, come yeah. to a conclusion of what was going on with him. Yeah. But I think that once they realized it wasn't, they were like, okay, we need to send him up. And then that's when he got transferred, like about... 35 to 40 minutes away and I stayed at the hospital. And that's that goes back to some stuff we mentioned in episode 1 where, you know, I I you know, because here we were brand new parents and a couple of hours after giving birth our son is being wheeled in in uh well, they're bringing they're bringing him in. Yeah, He's in a mobile go, incubator. And they're bringing a mobile incubator. I got my jacket on. They're telling us, you know, he oh, gotta go. they're telling us we got to go here, follow the ambulance here. Here's the number to give when, when you get there. And they'll tell you what room he's in. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, OK, all of a sudden you're all of a sudden. This was the this was the new world all of a sudden for us. If that makes yeah, sense. Like we had no idea. Yeah. We just kind of just followed instructions. Yeah. We were just, we were just going along with the going along with, you know, going with the flow, whatever. We took a picture. Yeah. We took a picture. Uh, and uh, we'll post a picture. You see me pretty much suited up. We'll SWAT. post a picture. We ain't posting that picture. I, I looked awesome. Okay. Suited up, SWAT team ready to go. <laughs> Vicky just sitting there looking like straight trash. I'm, j- wow, I'm joking. Okay. I know, I, I, you're the one who said you didn't look like Yeah, whatever. but I can say that by myself. <laughs> oh, well, I can't say Listen, I'm joking. 
in my head, Vicky looked fine. She looked beautiful. She was she just gave birth. But in Vicky, it's like, oh my God. But I'm wrong for thinking, no, you looked beautiful. Let's be honest. Even if I had said, you looked amazing, she'd have been like, no, I look like trash. Yeah, but I say that. You don't Anyways, agree. so we took the picture. Um, um, and then we we headed out. Or me, him and I. You headed out. Yeah, yeah you and And we were about 40 minutes away. And just random. Going through all of this, um, this, this, this period of uncertainty and concern, it was and going back and forth. It was literally a weekend when um, the transit, whatever authority, whatever, decided to literally change the exits. So like one night, I'm I'm going to the hospital and it's exit one, hmm. you know, one thirty whatever. Yeah. Literally, as I'm going home to come back within like an hour and a half, it's a whole new exit. I'm getting lost. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to be there. Yeah. So all these little things, you're just like. What is my like? What's going on? It's, it's so you didn't right. expect that you did. You, like, you don't plan for that. No one plans. No one plans for their kid to be not only placed in the NICU, mm. but placed in the NICU when they can't give you answers, and then placed in the NICU they can't give you answers. And he's like forty minutes away. Yeah, and the whole time we're in the whole time he's in the NICU, similar to the experience we had at the hospital where he gave where 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 he was born. It's just them throwing possibilities at us because which at, i think that's yeah that's uh, what uh, the medical understandable field is so, so as they ran new tests as they saw different characteristics different uh possible symptoms what is they, what is that called um that show that i really like which one um with the guy that sherlock holmes oh, okay he does that he he um it's like, oh here's a guilty person nope find more stuff he's not guilty e- here's a new guilty exactly, person exactly <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he is uh I- i'll think of the word but that's what they do. Yeah. So um, what he does. So from the parent perspective, they're just letting you know all these different possibilities, and then they're narrowing down. So and, and uh, you know, over time it got better because certain things you heard on Monday, you weren't hearing anymore on Friday because they ran right. new tests. So even though you were you were a little you know it was hitting you right in the feels every time you saw your son be pricked in the in the bottom of the foot, taking all these different yeah. tests. Take, well, you know. actually, let's back up a little bit. So that's that's an. So you became a commuter parent. A commuter parent. Yeah. You were, you were there taking, for Kalel during the day. You were there with him all day. Taking care of one baby during the day, then taking care of another <laughs> baby at night. So while Oday was with the baby during the day, because that's when the doctors were there, mm. and they were running all these tests on him and giving Oday all the answers that they came up with. Um, I was in the hospital. By myself. Well, not really always by myself because I kept having visitors, but yeah. it was really tough because people would come and they want to see the baby. And I'm like, yeah, I ain't got no baby to show you. <laughs> you want to drive 40 minutes. Uh, right. But I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know. And then, like, I get it. They wanted to know because they were concerned. But in that moment, you not being the person going through it, you don't realize that, okay, they told me once they don't know. I'm going to keep asking questions. I'm still going to give you the same answer. It it becomes very frustrating because it's like now I feel really bad. Well, first off, I as as a mother, I felt very bad because I felt like my body failed him. I felt like I failed him, that I did something wrong. And, you know, you go into this like um, spiral of self-blame. Yeah, of self-blame because you're like, you know, everybody else could have perfectly normal babies with no complications. And then look at me. Like, what did I do wrong? And I, I went through that. And I went through that a little bit at the hospital because I was mainly by myself in the during the day for most of the part. But 
the postpartum after that. That's when it really started to hit me. But you became a commuter parent. I was finally <laughs> let out of the hospital because I had to stay an extra day. Um, I was finally let out of the hospital. And I went straight to the baby. And that's when I finally saw him. We finally got to see each other for the very first time. Like, he opened his eyes. He saw me and I saw him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like, I was pretty taken back because that whole time I've, I had only been seeing him via the camera that the NICU provided. Yeah, and whatever photos. Incub- yeah, to his incubator and whatever photos Ode gave me that he would send me. But it was really tough. Um Seeing him get pricked on the foot, you were already used to it. Yeah. But to me, like that, I just broke down crying. Like, Get away from my baby. <laughs> I broke down crying because I was like, oh, my God, I did this to him. Like, my body did this to him. Mm. Like, I did this to him. And look how he's in pain now. And it got all the, like, his. Thanks, his, mom. The heel of, really, all day. <laughs> and the heel of his foot was like, it was so much blood clotted because yeah. of all the pricks they, they would take. And he was screaming in pain. Well, at least I thought he was screaming in pain from him, from them pricking his foot. But then I realized he wasn't screaming in pain because of that. He just really hated when they grabbed his foot. Yeah. So he would let out this crazy loud cry because the minute they stopped, he would stop. And I was like, wow, he gets over pain pretty quickly. But it was, he just didn't like being restricted. And which is why the feeding tube that they put on his face and the yeah. they put this because he was also um jaundiced so they had the the purple light and so they had the little like eye mask on him and he would constantly rip it off rip off the feeding tube like to the point that when i got to the hospital it was all taped to his face like it definitely big looked... pieces of tape like taped to his cheek because yeah. he was just ripping it off like he did not care he just did not like being restricted and i got it the one thing i realized and it kind of touched on what vicky said there was a lot that I was already kind of used to. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think part of me, I didn't realize I was finding it. I, I was a little taken aback when I would send somebody a picture. And that's just me sending, oh, here's a picture of the baby. Because to me, it was the norm, um, him being hooked up to everything. And people would be like, oh, my gosh, is he okay? I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, he good. Not realizing. I just I just sent them a picture of a baby with hooked, wi- up, to mad hooked wires. up to wires. With wires taped to his face. Yeah. And it, it was it was. It was pretty scary um, yeah. for him to be in the NICU. And and the doctors, like, when they finally were like, okay, we got it. We know exactly what it is. And then they started giving him the meds, and he was, like, doing so great. It was it was cool seeing, like, wires, seeing a wire that was there Coming on a off, Monday be yeah. gone on a Wednesday. Then yeah. Or when they finally opened his incubator and he yeah. was out in, like, the regular air. Yeah. I was I couldn't even believe it. I was like, oh my god! But on the he same, might come home. But on the same note, seeing a, a, a certain wire there on a Monday, seeing it gone on a Wednesday, and then it come then back. Seeing that wire have to have oh to come goodness. back on a Friday, it's so hard. Because again, it was really on that hard. Wednesday. You got that feeling of yay, he's moving, he's moving forward, and then you're like, oh, then you like step backwards. Something yeah. happened. How much longer are we gonna be here? It it is that. It's that little tease of, oh, here's some good news. Psych! <laughs> here's yeah. some bad news. And then, you know, like, the whole time, I'm, I'm like, while they're still running these tests, I'm like, man, I just hope, I really hope that it's something that they, you know, like, that they figure out. And they're like, oh, all he yeah. needs is this, and he he'll be born fine. born with a bad cold. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, I re- was really, and all I kept saying to myself was, I really hope it's not something for the rest of his life. And that's mm. exactly what happened. And, like, at that point, I just really felt very defeated because I'm yeah. like, I had a horrible pregnancy. I like my my birth 
it wasn't what I wanted, you know. And then look, like, look at the situation he's in now. Who wants this? And then now he's going to have this condition for the rest of his life. Yeah. Who and wants that, that? And that condition, for those who didn't hear episode one or all the times you mentioned it, that condition is, well, we eventually found out was. Uh, hypopituitarism. Yes. And, you know, it's a very rare, rare disease. So it's kind of, it's kind of one of those you you live and you learn kind of things and you know we weren't prepared for that like oh yeah you know he's gonna have to take this medication for the rest of his life he's gonna have to take this medication for the rest of his life and he's gonna have to take this medication for the rest of his life and Mm. it was just like every time they told me that it was like bombs were dropping on me like i just started crying every single time like i just started crying and i would go to the doctors and i would like after we were released right so when he finally came home, first of all, I remember being in the car and I called my grandmother and all I said to my grandmother, Mama, you know, he's coming home. And I just started bawling, crying because I'm like, I can't believe he's finally like yeah. coming home. So, of course, we're like, oh, you know, he just came home. I kid you not. Like five minutes after we got there, I feel like my whole House family, our, both our family, like straight up just showed up to see this Fire baby. Hazard. Um but it was really great, um, but it sucked because immediately we had to go see our pediatrician, which is standard, but then we had to see our endocrinologist, our genealogist, our hematologist. Our, um, All like, words that you, I had never <laughs> said up until that point. I had never said the term genealogist. And, it was, like, I was and it was just like bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb of news that, that weren't good. And I just, I became so... Um, I became so dry to them. Like, yeah. after a while, they would say something to me, and I'm just like, okay. It's like you were you, you were numb to all of the news. Yeah, I was numb to it. I'm like, okay, you know what? Why don't you just add it to this list of all the things he has <laughs> wrong with him? Uh, why don't you just add it to the list? It's almost like, what now? What else? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was so, it was, it was really annoying. And then seeing, like, just everybody have healthy babies and, and I'm like, why is mine not like just like 100% like all the other kids? Like, so that's when the postpartum started to kick in. I didn't know, I didn't realize that I was going through postpartum until like months, like, whoa, like months, months, months after it. Like, maybe closer to when he was turning a year old. It hit me like, oh my goodness, I was going through postpartum all that time mm-hmm. because I was feeling so off. But, you know, like, one thing that did go my way, I guess, is. I was able to provide him, you know, breast milk for a good six months and like a ton of it, a ton, 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 Mad ton of milk it. Breast milk. Yeah, like a ton of it. And I was mainly pumping. Um, but at least I, I had that to my benefit. And, you know, it, it was it's frustrating when you then had to explain to people who didn't understand like our parents will be like, oh, we're just gonna pray it away, <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, 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 you could pray, but like, you know, forgive, going but, forgive them, <laughs> yeah. And we're like, no, 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 you could pray, pray, but I, I still need you to give them this medication, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, because you know what, like, you know what your prayer did. Your prayer gave science. Uh, uh, your prayer, your prayer brought many advances to science, and now yes. all he needs is this pill and this right, shot. Right, right. So and I'm gonna need you to still needle. give him this, all these pills. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm gonna need you to give him this medication. Because 
um, while you're praying, he's going to still need this, though. Yeah. And she's like, no, when, you know, we leave it in the hands of God. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I get that. <laughs> and we should. But until God shows us a sign that he's ready to come off these meds, you're still going to have to give it to him. So shout out to, again, no offense <laughs> to our families. Shout no, out to, definitely to not. They're our heroes. So we've, um, I guess that, sure. that's, that's another thing when it comes to um, you don't plan for certain things. Because now we're not just, you know, um, relying on family to help change a diaper. We're relying on family to help administer medication. Yes. So we got to teach them now how to give this shot. We got to teach them how to, what to look for. Yes. Because at the same time, when we were learning, even up until now, yeah. learning when what they, to look for. When they, when, remember when the nurse came to teach us how to give him his yeah. shot? And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, first of all, I don't even I like shots. Neither one of us had ever have, given. I have never. I hadn't given myself. All, I, hadn't, I don't like shots. Had, now we, you're telling me I have to give my son a shot every day? Neither one of us had done heroin, so we don't know how to like <laughs> heroin. The one you give you a shot with, I don't, I don't, I, how would I know? I, I don't know what you guys do growing up. Who's you guys? What? <laughs> oh, Dave, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, like I'm, I was looking at her, and she's like, "Oh, you know, this is really easy." And I'm looking at her, like, "Yeah, it's easy because you know you a certified nurse. I'm just a parent, like, a like, new parent like, at that." You're asking a, a a property manager and a higher education uh, administrator. To become to not, nurses. To become Yeah, nurses. this ain't going to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I plan, I do programming yeah. at, at, at a college. <laughs> I, I didn't go into the medical field for a reason. Exactly. But, you know, it it wasn't as bad. And it was so funny because I purposely asked the nurse to come teach us at my mom's house. Because, you know, our mom was, I say our mom. My mom was going to be yeah, you ain't mainly put a ring on it yet, so. the first. Anyways, <laughs> she was mainly going to be the one taking care of him while we were both at work. Mm. And I remember asking the nurse to do it there so that my mom can see how it's done. And my mom was chilling all the way in the back. <laughs> like, no, I got it. I got it. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you didn't even want to be there. Like, you could tell she was probably a little uncomfortable yeah. about it. Since you've been, since you've been born, we I want to say maybe f off the top of my head, I think of five people that have given him, probably yeah, less, that yeah. have given him the shot. Yeah, we have a good, yeah, we have a good thing. And then... It was, you know, it. it's hard to think that you're ever going to adjust because I didn't grow up taking medication all day. I think, like, the most you take is, like, an allergy medication. Oh, no, 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 no. But really? Buckley's and... But I, well, I, what I, I'm saying is medi I did medication. A I did a bid in the hospital <laughs> growing up. Well, see, I didn't. <laughs> like, even when I had a really big cut on my on my face, I never, like, I never had stitches Vaporu. prior to C-section. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. I never really had surgery. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's not... And then pills, I'm just not... Like, oh, no, nah, I did... It's not my thing, so. I, did, I did steroids when I had when I had a keloid removed. I had... See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I asthma, being rushed to the hospital. Exactly. I don't have those experiences. Like, I really was... I did my time. Not really into the whole hospital, whole... All of that thing, and now to have to think that this is gonna be my norm mm. was really tough for me because I'm like, how could this be my norm? This is not my norm, yeah. and that was really hard to adjust to it. Like, like even the fact that it's one kid, two people giving him medication, we have to make sure that we're not like giving him medication after one person already gave it to him. Yeah, so yeah. building into routine communication key. and. You know, dealing with postpartum, dealing with the new baby, dealing with our, you know, like teaching our family, informing our friends and and dealing with work and all of that. And it, it just becomes very frustrating. And then after I gave birth, that's when I got all my um, 
that's when I had all of my um, cravings. So I was into pudding for a while, and I was into strawberry jello, and I was into apple juice, and then I was into hmm. Hershey Kisses. and That's yeah. how she got pregnant. <laughs> wow, that was really bad. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was really quite an experience, and nobody ever really plans for that. Yeah. And big shout out to you. You know how like there's times where we'll be like, oh my god, oh my goodness, social media is destroying the world, and social media is is, is the downfall. Yeah. But then there's times such as this. Here we are, two parents who have no idea about this brand new condition. We don't know for, anybody that has. Yeah, for us, okay it's a brand condition. new condition. And then yeah. you go on Facebook, and there's literally a group. Well, I, think, I think we found two, but there's one main one that yeah, we found one main one. via the Magic Foundation. Yeah, the Magic Foundation. And here we are with this this network of. Parents yeah. and family members and people who have the condition who are, you know, living their best life and, and yeah. handling it and having ups and downs and having the conversations and sharing, sharing um, your tips and sharing some. Yeah. And, 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 and not just saying, oh, here's something. Here's a letter. My doctor. No, gave me. no like there is a PDF yes. of it. It was it, it was amazing. They're like, here's because eventually we have to get our son a medical alert mm-hmm. or medical bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. And and they they will post like, oh, if your son's gonna be active, get him this one. If he wants to do the fake this, tattoos, get him this the one. fake medic yeah. alert tattoos. To oh yeah, here pool. we go to the pool. Get him this. If they he's wearing amazing. a car, he's in a car seat. Wear this. And he's, you know, so definitely that's one thing I do miss about being on Facebook, being part of that group. Yeah. And 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 I and, and I would catch myself um, following certain conversations because it would be like in real time. Somebody would be like, "Hey yeah. guys, I'm going to the beach tomorrow. What should I do?" Right. And we, we I've even come across and I'm following some of these conversations where some people would be like, "Hey guys," and this is you know for, for me it's still like an eye opener and a, kind of a jaw dropper when someone would be like, "Hey guys, I'm contemplating taking my child off of ABC medication." I'm just like, "Wait, what? Take yeah. it off?" And then they'll come back like a couple months later and be like, hey, we, we tried it, didn't work. Or, hey, tried it, I'm feeling great, or I'm feeling great, or my child is still feeling great. And I'm just like, okay, maybe their family member prayed it away. <laughs> right, right. We need so to you, get into that prayer circle. You never, it's, but but you it's, know, it's been amazing. You Actually, you know what's one bomb that I will never forget mm-hmm. was when our first endocrinologist told us that he um, could possibly – not grow two front teeth. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, he might have, like, just that one tooth that comes down instead of two teeth. And I, like, him telling me that, I get it. He was trying to be give me information. Mm. But I was like, I don't like this guy anymore. And, you know, that made me think of the best way I could put it, whether it's panhypopituitarism, whether it's some other condition, there's levels to this ish. Hashtag, who sings that song? Meek Mill? I don't know. Why Whoever. are you asking me? Gang, gang. Um, what? Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> see, this is the, while you're while you're on <laughs> Pinterest, life is happening. That's okay. Anyways, um, I've seen I've I've seen on I've seen what's life happening on social media. Since, you're missing it, man. Since I'm trying to help Listen. the mark uh, market our Instagram, and yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> so when I say that, I, I realize there's levels. Um, going back to him throwing out because there's probably um, there's probably people within that community who have it, and that's one of the results of it. Or because that's what we realize, even though we feel like, hey, we have so much to deal with, so much to do with him. There's other people who have panhypopituitarism and they just have like different levels of it. 
Yes, there's different variations of that it. It's probably the, the medication dosage is higher. Yeah, the care or they have is, other is, um other conditions that other because conditions of it. Yeah, that resulted from have from them having this condition. That's what we realized. And, and actually, it, it kind of goes back to us realizing something similar in the NICU. Yeah. When here we were so concerned about, you know, all the stuff he's hooked up to, when will he go home, yeah. he's not eating, um, all, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, it goes back to one time when oh, we... Oh, he's not keeping his food down. He's, he's not keeping his food down, yeah. Down. Here we were, his, 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 um, the machine went off, and usually, usually when the machine goes off, the nurses come in, they press a couple buttons, it goes off, they, they, they tend to him, and it was taking them a while to get to him. And we we're like, you know, of course, we're the parents. We're like, yo, where are they? What's going on? And when they finally came over, uh, and again, we're just. But it wasn't thinking, like a really long stretch of time. Yeah, it was just yeah, like yeah, a few yeah, minutes. yeah. We're but for us, as opposed to <laughs> them rushing in immediately, which yeah. is what they were doing. They came over. They came over, and they were like, "Oh, you know, we're so sorry. Uh, we were dealing with another family, and to be honest, it doesn't quite look good." Right, and then. Because we were staying in one of the rooms, we would walk past it. Or if we yeah. wanted to go to the parent lounge, which, by the way, dope. The parent lounge was awesome, and I ate every um, apple cinnamon. Left none for nobody else. So I left other, none for no one else. All these other I was parents were just like, starving. "Oh my gosh, I've been here for so long. My child is going through whatever. Let I me go grab some cinnamon, whatever." Damn, that mom before <laughs> ate everything. <laughs> no, I was starving. But shout out to that pantry too that they had. Oh yeah, the food. Um. As you walk, we can see, like, because all the rooms are glass. So you can see, if they didn't pull the curtain, you can see. And then you saw, like, yeah. a lot of people congregated in a room. You knew that the parents weren't going to make it. Yeah. Um, it I mean, you knew that the baby wasn't going to make it out of the hospital. But it was. it is really tough to have a kid with a a rare con- a condition, yeah. but also a rare condition. And it's not fully studied. This There's no cure. Um, again, it's not anything that you plan for. It's really tough. When you imagine, you know, your kid, your life to be one way, and it's really not. He's he's a funny little boy. He's like <laughs> any other little boy. He's very rough. He's such a boy. It drives me he crazy. He's such a boy. One he just of, learned how to throw himself over the couch. One of the best things, and this goes from my experience working with uh, um, individuals with uh, uh, certain disabilities, physical disabilities, is... There is a sense of comfort, I guess, for me, knowing that at, for him, this is his norm. Yes. And then that's 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 what helps when you told me, like, you know, this will be his norm because he will know nothing other than this. Yeah. Because this is how it is from the beginning. So for him. And I was like, you're so right. So for him, it will be normal to be. Wake up. You know, take Take medicine. medication. 10 p.m., 10 p.m., 9 p.m., whatever Give bedtime is. He's there on a hot date chilling with a girl. He's like, hey, girl. Let me talk. Oh, you know what? Hold on one second, girl. He pops he, he pops out his, his, needle, his needle. Gives himself gives a, a shot. shot. And he comes back. Where was that girl? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like. Wow, wow. No. <laughs> um, she'll, get, she'll get her next nap. But. Get, um, <laughs> <laughs> he can't meet. He can't have relations? No. Ever? No. Cool. All right. <laughs> because the kind of parents gonna tell him because of your condition, you can't have a oh, girlfriend. Oh, I totally will. You can't have. You, no one can come into your life except for me. <laughs> it's, it's because of your condition. Your body can only respond to me being around His you. His endo will tell him straight <laughs> up, like, listen, if you want to do this, you're gonna have to do this, this, this. A prime example is like us. Um, as soon as an, uh, for those who know me, um, one of my vices, my bad habit was soda, and. All our and all our doctor had to do was say, you know, of course, this condition, you probably stay away from soda. We were like, great, we're using that to keep him from soda. Yeah, but then I saw my mom giving him ginger ale yesterday, <laughs> and he liked it, so 
But you know what? That goes back to like old school. Ginger ale is part of like the old school, med- you know the old school medicine cabinet. You want to know what's funny? I asked my mom for ginger ale and my aunt was like, what's wrong? Are you feeling sick? I'm like, ginger ale is part of the old no, school medicine cabinet. No, I just want to drink soda. That, that Caribbean, whatever. I know, that's so Caribbean. But yeah. But yeah, it's, it's going to be his number. So by the time he, we were talking about the time he's like four, he's giving himself a shot. So no, we don't by the time gotta, he's four, he's absolutely giving himself wake up. a shot because ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> exactly. To be dealing with him doing that. And, um, and, and, and not to sound like, you know, it's an inconvenience, but let's be honest. There's times when you, like, we're dead tired sometimes. And then we're like, oh, God. You got to give him a shot. God. You got to check to make sure which, which, it which takes, side it's on. I'm not even joking. It takes five seconds to give him the shot. Five seconds. We will dry it out as long as we can <laughs> just to not have to do it. We just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. But I'm like, oh, let me give him the shot like I did tonight. I just didn't want to do it. But in a couple of years, going to be like, yo, Kalel, go give yourself, go, go take a shot. Yeah, and then I'm going to be standing there like two minutes later like, why didn't you give yourself the shot yet? Didn't I tell you two minutes ago to give yourself the shot? But there is that fear <laughs> that bedtime will come around. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, I, I did my shot. And he he was just being lazy and didn't do it. No, yeah, but you know, but, there's that concern. Well, he'll do it in front of us. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like I said, if we didn't obviously nobody plans for this. It's really tough. Um. It's it's just tough, and and then, you know, like having to explain to people like when they're like when I tell them like oh you know my son has a fever, and they're like oh you know just do this this and I'm like no 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 like. Like a, a fever could be like deadly for him. Like I get yeah. it's deadly for any kid, but it's like, it's like, how do I say? Like, your son is sick. My son is on the verge of dying. Yeah, Lit- like uh, the same sickness, but it's just that his condition will propel it to an extreme. And to to give people better some more clarification, it's the it's, to me the simplest way to put it is that, um, with his condition, uh, his body. His body just wouldn't, well, without his medication, his body wouldn't react um, naturally the way uh, someone else would, someone without his condition would. He doesn't have adrenaline. Yeah. So That's his, the simplest so way to his, explain So his body wouldn't like, react naturally to certain, um, to certain uh, 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 stresses. Right. Such as a fever, such as um, simple, uh, like a stress, stress in general. A stress in general. So that's why he takes his medication so that his body um, can, can be where it should be. For the and moment, for the and moment, then should yeah. he need more, then he yeah, can so just that's his stress main thing. those. But, you so, know. So it's not that he, it's just that his body's not naturally ready to handle a cold. So it's something as simple as it's a as cold. As simple as a cold. Yeah. So and that's have, why I, sometimes I got to be telling my mom, like, Ma, no, I get it. I get that you have the remedy with the bay rum and you soak the socks and you put it <laughs> on them. And, and I get that, but I'm going to need you. Ear, yeah, like, I'm going <laughs> to need you to pop these three pills in his mouth and every yeah. six hours. Pop him again until he feels better. You know, still do your thing, but, you know, just give him these pills, too. Yeah. And I would call her and ask her, like, 20 times, but did you give him the medicine? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, but how many? You know, but it's it's something you live and learn, and it ended up being our norm. It's just our norm now. Um, you always We always have our baby bag on us because his medication's on yeah. it. So keeping up with the prescriptions, keeping up with the financial assistance, with the insurance, with the shout out to insurance. Yeah. So keeping up with all of that um, became our norm. And it's just, I guess, hopefully throughout the years, it will always be this way. And and we won't always have to come out of pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen what some of these people say they pay and I'm like, nah, dog. But hey, you do what you got to do for your kid, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and do what you got to like do. Said, we are learning, and I'm sure there's so if much more. If I have more. to sell O'Day to give my son his medication, when you, you say know, we sell, just do got to do. When you say sell. To the highest bidder. Okay. I don't have to come back. 
Nah, you good. <laughs> so if anybody tried to buy me, um, damn, that sounds bad. Yeah, wow, all day. <laughs> you're, wow. you're the one that started and said sell. For my son. Now you're just like trying to get people to buy you for no reason. <laughs> I'm trying to live my What best a bad life. investment for them. What? Mm. Anyways, um, I'll, I'll, I'll end from mine by saying for anyone who is who encounters a similar situation, mm-hmm. um, take advantage of the support system around you. Yeah. Um, the ones that are obviously right in front of you, and the <clears throat> and definitely look into others. Yeah, definitely. Because like, because like, you you don't plan for it, and it could end up being a situation that you have ne- you or everyone around you have never encountered. I couldn't spell ha- pan hypopotentialism before this. I didn't ha- even know what that was. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so thank you again for listening. Um, and catch us on episode six. Yeah, and feel free to make sure you follow us on all platforms or whatever platform works best for you. Um, we're on Google Play, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud and Instagram. Yes. Spotify never got podcast, back to me. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody rock with what I'm joking. <laughs> um, you eat me podcast. Come on, Vicky, come on. I'm not going to do, do it. it. Once, no. once you, I'll never ask you again. Nope. Anyways. So I am, no, see, I, I'm messing up. You are you, I am me. Kalel makes we. <laughs> wow, just Kalel. <laughs> I, lo- I still love you, Amore. Oh, my God. Wow. That's a whole other episode. The You, Me, We podcast.